Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 244 of the Jowcast. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by my bro Jim and my bro James. What's good? What's good? It's a overly warm um, Indian summer in, in September. Indian? Yeah, I was talking to mum and apparently that's what we call them. When you get like a weird late summer in September. Oh, is that because like the Earth, different parts yeah, like of the, the planet and stuff. Whatever, the clouds move. The equator and that. Yeah, something like that. Horrible. Mm. Before we get too deep into the show, let me shout out the Jar Media Patreon that make the audio version possible and get their names shouted out in the first week of every month. And early videos when we have those in the churn coming out um, for extra content, like the Free Guy video that went up today as of, as of us recording this um finally which you can watch now and this face here is entirely caused by free guy the lack of my existence is caused by the absolute destruction free guy caused upon me you said uh, you said earlier today um free guys ruined your whole week and we're only at wednesday <laughs> there's there's no worse way to start the week <laughs> Then watching Free Guy at like eight thirty or something. That is it. And then recording an it's, hour long. It's, it's the, the you can't you can't start a week worse than that. Like you've had you've gone to work for a full day and you get back and it's like what excitement have you got with your afternoon and it's just Free Guy, carefree free base movie. Carefree Guy. Guys, it's filthy around here. It's absolutely filthy, and we need to clean up the mess of the crucible barrel housekeeping, whatever the hell we call it. Um, this is where we address some comments and feedback from the previous episode and just round things off nicely. Like uh, Shumalu um, is going to start us off here. And warning, this is pretty dark, but it needs to be read. It's one of those, mm. right? This is in relation to, we were talking about buying motorbikes and getting into motorbikes. Um, so you can imagine where this might be going. Hopefully the Jar Boys see this. About that bike talk towards the end of the cast. I strongly urge all of you to never, ever become serious biker boys. All the conveniences and perceived coolness falls away instantly when you're in a horrible accident. No amount of enthusiasm for motorcycle riding makes you safe. I know from first-hand experience... My dad was in a serious crash a few years back, did everything right, wore the right gear, followed the road rules, had years of experience, did nothing stupid, yet suffered greatly from someone else's split-second mistake. He completely shattered his knee and has had extremely limited mobility ever since, coupled with a six-month stay in hospital and an even longer recovery time for his mental health. It's been the hardest thing to watch someone go through, and I would never wish this upon you boys. I can't really stop you, but as James said, the chances of leaving home on a bike and never coming back are serious and very realistic. And I would say to really think about this. It's, it's what I tried to highlight with the... You've the, always been saying The this. analogy of approaching a junction, because that's the danger. Because people, we've probably all done it at some point. I've never done it because I'm ingrained to fear it. But mm -hmm. you just do the... Because when you want to pull out you're going to pull out over the incoming traffic, so you do the quick look that way to make sure mm. the one you're going, and then you just quick look, and then you don't see the biker. You're pulling out into a biker doing 50. You just, you just don't stand a chance at that no, speed. No, it's... Like, I, I, position you're in. I think for road safety, 
you should learn how to ride and you should be on the road for a bit because then you notice these things that where the mm. danger is. It's a good way to be a better and safer driver, but it's not something you want to stick with. But I think it's a good experience. I'm glad I learned how to ride and I'm glad I spent time riding. But yeah, like like you this comment a says, of injuries though from it, don't you? And I got out early. You know that those injuries could have fucking beer. It's it's just how it is. Does that uh, change anything in your mind in this um, journey towards maybe a bike? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've i never made, like, a definite decision either way. But yeah, yeah. But I'm just glad this person's dead. Like, mm, it could be worse. Yeah. Um, but it's still painful to read, so... In, in, in another way, though, when you're on the road, it can happen at any time, even if you're in a car. Mm-hmm. There's still it still happens in a car. It's like in, with that environment, you can't control it ultimately to make sure there is no danger. It's just there's more a higher percentage when you are on a bike is the problem. Uh, are we done with the biker stuff? Because um, I I want to talk about Donda again. Um, like a, there are a fair few comments about this. Like this one from JMF. I'm sorry, but Junior is absolutely incredible. Uh, the album, in my opinion, is mostly really good, so this is just confusing because I feel like that's one of the most easily dislikable and ridiculous songs. And there's also Sinua, who said, personally think Junior is one of the worst tracks on Donda. And there's Ahmed Barali, who says, why does James like Junior so much? Is he a Carti fan? Um, uh, there are two more ones, but if you want to address this first. I was thinking about this today because I read some of the comments saying that there was like dislike for uh, for Junior, and I just found that it didn't get repetitive because there's all the chunks that Kanye has, they're all different. So he's never doing the exact same thing through the entire length of the song. Mm-hmm. So he's doing one bit and then he does a completely different bit, and it just it seems it's not becoming too repetitive too quickly, and it's just like the perfect length. The production's great. It's a bit catchy. It's just got. It just. It's good. Like, mm. I, like there's other songs in the album, like the eight minute one, where that becomes repetitive after three. For me, so yeah, I'll talk about that in a second because my thoughts have slightly adjusted. Um, do you have anything to say about Junior from Donda? Yeah, I think it's just a. It's just a banger. Like, it, it doesn't need to be anything more than that. Mm-hmm. It's just got like obnoxiously loud bass, with Kanye doing a catchy hook and shit. Mm. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I definitely don't have like that the reaction that some of these commenters do. No, I, I definitely I can respect it. I, I Kanye can, can be. A I bit can like understand. That. I I I get the feeling that people might not like it because it's not deep. It's not trying to, sh- yeah, to say yeah, something it, lyrically. It's definitely it's just, not as it's impressive like, it's as just some of the other songs. The way I look at albums, it's like I've got to find a reason to dig deeper. You, I look at surface level. To find out what I like. Surface level is a great song. It's catchy. It's good. That's that's the criteria to finding good stuff. Whereas um, Georgie left this comment saying, I'm sorry, Donda is outstanding, IMO, and I'm so surprised you guys aren't feeling it because Life of Pablo was my previous favorite, like most of you guys, and this literally feels like Life of Pablo 2 for me, but up to date and modern in sound, so I guess <coughs> a fully, and I guess sorry. a fully Christian take. Like the move... He was talk 
talking to Christianity over Life of Pablo and his struggles with faith and temptation is complete, in a sense, to me. This is like the follow-up to those themes. I do think the part two's gotta go and shit like that, though. Love the cast, guys. Shame to see initial thoughts are a bit eh on it. So last cast, it was, um, you were actually really positive on it. Yeah, it was. Largely positive. I was a bit more like, I'd only listened to the whole album once. Um, Sort of early thoughts, and James was a bit more on the other side of, I didn't enjoy it. I've not listened to it since. I have listened to it since. What? I've listened to it in, when us together is when mm-hmm. I've listened to it mm-hmm. yeah yeah I've never once sat down with a good pair of headphones and actually listened to it because I think that experience changes will mm. change my appearance I, my, yeah because I did re-listen to it and really tried to engage with the lyricism and I found a lot to enjoy there especially in that one you mentioned that you don't like that's quickly grown to be one of my favourite ones um, purely because of the honesty and the wordplay um, yeah, so to song. me, um, Jesus Lord is the 30 hours. Yeah, yeah, that comparison is apt because I, I really like 30 hours as well from like Yeah, really good. And similarly repetitive, but it's what he's saying and sort of the story he's telling mm-hmm. that is the part that catches yeah, you. In. Yeah, it works well. And there's lots of other songs that are growing on me too. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say that the album has grown on me more. Than yeah, I definitely, it's definitely getting better for me, and the and the idea of um, him life of Pabloing it and just tinkering just the old yeah. bit here and there is quite alluring. But like the better. like the commenter said, this is the most life of Pablo vibe I've had from one of his albums mm. since. That's definitely true. Yeah, I, I get that. And it's growing on me the same way life of Pablo did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I feel the same. Um, and the final comment on this topic from LWX one hundred and one. Have you guys listened to the leaked Kanye and Andre 3000 song, Life of the Party? I think you guys will really like it. It's just a shame it got leaked, as that means it might never get an official release. It got leaked. By Drake. And it's better than the entirety of Certified Loverboy. <laughs> Absolutely. I, like, I can't easily, stand that name. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah, how, Certified Loverboy. How Lover tacky Boy. and weird is yeah, that yeah. Certified Loverboy? He's pervy. Boy, He's a pervy, pervy man. Mm. But the... The song "Life of the Party," wish it was on the album. Yeah, Andre Three Thousand's part in that song. His part in like every song. Yeah, he's he's just so talented. Yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a a pairing from heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, you couldn't ask for a. And Kanye kind of goes in on Drake a little bit, which is nice. Yes. Yeah, I, I that for that reason, I think it shouldn't be on Donda. Because it's just what you mean to. Well, it's it's like it's it's Donda. The album's called Donda. It'll be weird to have like a Drake shit talking section on mm. Donda. Something that's meant to be like a, I don't know, like an eternal love letter to, to his, his mother, yeah, to his mum, and that's and his faith and all that. Do you not think is there's no beef? How does Drake acquire one of Kanye's songs if they've got beef? I figure Sh- this in, is we're in talking, the same industry. There no, must be some crossover in terms of the I people. I don't think there's know. crossover. No, surely like there's in terms one of the people thing, they know uh, and the producers. Cuddy was on Drake's album. There's one thing that Kanye does better than anyone else, and that's marketing. 
Do you think they're in cahoots? Well, I, I yeah. have I have Even wondered this if what's who's what's a producer's already said. Oh yeah, they're just doing it for for fun. Then there's no beef. They're just doing it for fun. Yeah, I could believe I, it. I I um, don't see just gen- being genuine beef. Because if you generally release an unreleased song, you can sue. Kanye could sue Drake and win. I just don't. I think it's marketing, and it's good marketing because it makes Drake look shit. I, well, I don't know. There's there's a lot of. Why would what would Drake's motivation be? Well, yeah, it what, just makes well, him look stupid. Yeah, because he, his actual son was revealed <laughs> that he didn't want to be revealed. Mm-hmm. Did his, say his, dra- his address was posted on Instagram by <laughs> Kanye, which is not good marketing for anyone. I mean, it, but in saying that, all marketing is good marketing. Yeah, whatever the fucking Kanye thing can is. just do anything. But yeah, if it, it just generates people talking about them, it, mm. I, I I would say it's not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible, but it's just a bit like I just I Kanye is a genius when it comes to marketing. But but the thing is, he could be doing it for the sake of marketing, but like uh, Drake isn't expense. in. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. That's possible yeah, that genius, can't he? he I'm mm. not going to. That's the option. I hope it is most. Mm. Yeah, At Drake's expense. <laughs> yeah, because it's clearly really gotten to him as well. <laughs> um, a couple more here before we round off housekeeping. Hooper left a comment. I'm going skydiving for the first time on the 9th. Wish me luck, lads. Uh, good luck. I hope you uh, don't need it. Pack a parachute. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you better leave a comment like after saying, like, yeah, it was awesome. We'll film it and put it on the jar Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and to round this off, Kobe Langston says, Thoughts on having a lightning quick segment each episode just to say what you're drinking before cheersing? I find myself wondering quite often. Um, I, that's not a great idea. Because we do not drink consistently enough. And but we do. It doesn't have to be alcohol, but we normally are drinking a beverage. If we just say, but like, it's quite obvious what we're drinking. Like, if if we've got like a small glass of whiskey, it's like, okay, there's a. If you want to know what whiskey it is, but when it's Kroners, you can see. Well, last Krona. episode we would. We've got we'd, audio we'd, listeners as well. Yeah, and last time we ordered rum and coke, which could have just looked like coke. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's I just, like it. I I'd say do it when we're actually of drinking. Interesting drinks. I think that's a good idea, though. Like. Even if it is just water. I'm drinking water. Well, I'm drinking water. Drinking water. Then it's like a tradition, then you cheers and then move on. Yeah. Do we have to do the whole cheers where everyone touches the... Cheers. No. (laughs) Just hold it up or whatever. Yeah. We're we're being good hydrated uh, jarlings this time. I haven't. Not today. Because I've left this bottle at your house. Yeah, true. So, it's, like, during the day, I've just been like, oh, I could use some water. Oh, no bottle, can't drink. <laughs> can't drink, gotta fucking dehydrate myself. When would be the best place to do it in the show, though? At the beginning? At the, st- at the very start? Um, Can I get things moving? Yeah, I think at the very start. Whenever we want. Yeah, we maybe keep, at the end. We keep them on, our, right on, the on edge. Yeah, they're always waiting for it. I think we should have like a. We should try more like interesting alcohol. Yeah. Like proper interesting stuff. Moonshine. Moonshine. Sake. Mead. Uh, Chew highs. Uh, highballs. <laughs> <laughs> we had highballs last week. 
all I'm gonna do this weekend is drink highballs, Jamie. Because, <laughs> because, like, why, why play video games and be paired against people who would just take an Adderall and just crack the fuck out on drugs? Probably yeah, that's, that's why you drink um rum and coke. Rebel, 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 rebel. Volca, rebel, Volca, rebel. Yeah, rum and coke. Because I was just like last. <laughs> it's kind. I. It's kind of sad saying this, but like last weekend on f- Saturday or Friday, I just sat there. And just drank one volume and coke, got really tipsy, and then played Apex for like eight hours straight. Really fucking great time. <laughs> eight hours? What, were you playing till like fucking 6am? I started it early. Okay. So I finished at nine o'clock. But it was a great time, and I don't know if that makes me sad, but one and coke and Apex go really well together. Did you it- do well in the game? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I was, I was a cracked out loser. Just enough to relax you, but not too much yeah. to make you silly. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. But if someone, like, on the weekend just drinks one beer and, like, watches TV, mm-hmm. like, it's the fucking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah, the weekend. It's so got, hard like, funny hair and shit. Um, I have a kind of weird topic here. just want to throw out there. Um, I saw this on r slash damn, that's interesting. Um, I've seen that Reddit a lot. Mike Tyson once offered a zookeeper $10,000 to open the gate so he could go into the pen and fight the gorilla who was bullying the other primates. Tyson's offer was turned down. I We need to find that zookeeper and fight him. He can fight Mike Tyson. The zookeeper? Well, yeah. So you think Mike Tyson should just be unleashed on this gorilla? This unsuspecting... This is the question we've asked for so long. We need the, <laughs> the, yeah. the answer. That's the thing. Part of me... Well, first of all, what's the answer? Who would have won? I. He's so confident. I no, because like... was that was Mike Tyson. That that That's Mike Tyson in his prime when he was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's the apex man. Yeah, 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 it's like that's the ultimate question. But I did. I don't think he was actually trying to save the other gorillas, animals, because of the bully gorilla. Well, he just wanted to fight a gorilla. He wanted to fight a gorilla. Yeah, he wanted he the just... clout of being able to like say he's fought a gorilla and probably won. Got it in a headlock or whatever. <laughs> Why would Mike Tyson get a gorilla in a headlock? <laughs> that classic. Well, we're never going to find out. Boxing you know? move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's no, it. Every, all of these discussions so long about Mike Tyson is prime. It's Mike Tyson headlocking animal, various <laughs> animals. But but this gorilla in the image that I can see on your iPad, is that the gorilla he would have fought? No, I think that's just a picture it of It could a just be a random Google mm-hmm. image type Cause deal, you know? Because looking at that gorilla, I don't think he could. Nah, no, Jake. Aren't they like ten times stronger than humans? Like? Yeah, but this is, we're, talking about, we're talking about Mike, Mike Tyson is in Mike this Is Mike Tyson time. ten times stronger than an average... Is Mike Tyson ten times stronger than you? Than than me, probably. In his prime, than in this era, probably. I know. I think if if Mike Tyson can get a good few good few punches in, I think he'd win. Straight out of the bat, if he get, if he lands those first two punches, no, but, uh, max this, speed. This gorilla power. ain't gonna play clean. He ain't gonna fight clean. Mm-hmm. He's gonna fight dirty. Yeah, but no, but but it's a gorilla, right? So he's gonna he's gonna walk up, and Mike Tyson will just. Walk that? up and st- <laughs> sounded like a fart. <laughs> and face Mike Tyson will face this gorilla, and the gorilla's gonna know. The gorilla's gonna feel Mike Tyson's aura. All you have to do though is look in the eyes of a gorilla, and it knows you want to fuck with it. Yeah, and it's Mike Tyson, so the gorilla knows it's got the aura. It's got it's got that apex. Pro- 
or I, I think the gorilla will you know. Think, you think a gorilla would pick up on the confidence of this? But if a, if if if, if huge Mike Tyson is fine, walks up to anything, I think they realise they know what's going to go. No, down. He walks up to like a lion. The lion's like whatever. He owned lions. Do you think he'd be wearing gloves too? He owned too? a tiger, right? He he owned something. Like I'm like pretty sure he owned, he owned like a Bengal tiger. Would he be wearing boxing gloves? Yeah. No. He, or would it yes. be barehanded? No, it would be boxing gloves because then he's got more power. Mike Tyson, bare-knuckle Mike Tyson versus boxing glove Mike Tyson. <laughs> this is true. James is correct. Boxing glove Mike Tyson is more of a force to be reckoned with than bare-knuckle Because Mike he doesn't Tyson. have to worry about injuring his hands. Yeah, no, also, no, it's more... No, fun fact. More damage. Yeah, it is more damage. More people have died since... boxing gloves. Since boxing gloves were introduced than oh, really? before they were a thing. Yeah, because they're designed to protect the hands, but because they're like a bigger thing. And you get smacked in the head by it. It's like right, yeah. Same force, bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like the bare knuckle, you know when to stop because you're fucking destroying your own hands when you fight as well. So when mm. you're smacking so hard, you're you are getting hurt as well. Mm. So it balances it out. But with boxing gloves, you're not. You go full in on someone, you you kill yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to feel about that one. The ethics of it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Because I'd really want to see it. That's the truth. Well, this is why we need just these complex AI systems that you yeah. can just like type in. You know, like that video game Scribblenauts, where it's like, yeah, Mike Tyson, gorilla. Yeah, no, there's there's a and then they like fight. There's a totally accurate battle simulator. Yeah, yeah, like that, just taken to the most extreme, the realistic, where it's extreme, just yeah. real. Yeah, but so. but if no, you we got to question the ethics here, okay? So if Mike Tyson wins. And fucking destroys this gorilla, knocks it out or whatever. What damage has actually been done? Well, what if he kills the it? Beautiful silverback gorillas just. What if yeah, bites, but the, the gorillas. What if he bites a gorilla the gorilla. Ear off? The gorilla that's abusing enough animals has just been humbled by Mike Tyson in his prime. What's going to happen in well, the think opposite? It's going like, to learn its lesson. And yes. Every, if you're getting, sorry, if you're getting knocked the fuck out by Mike Tyson in his prime, yeah, the other gorillas would be like, "You just got knocked out by a human, dude." Yeah, we're ten times stronger than those idiots. Yeah. And and what happens if Mike Tyson gets knocked out? Like who It's still clout. Yeah. yeah. So like you gain thirteen K, a gorilla's just been humbled, or Mike Tyson's just got mad clout. What is there to well, lose? No matter what, Mike Tyson gets mad clout. The only thing is if you say yes to Mike Tyson and then he gets killed by a gorilla <laughs> I don't it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found out the ultimate question. Even Mike Tyson can't take out a yeah. silverback. Gorilla's been humbled. That's a, <laughs> a string of words I quite enjoy. Um, I kind of got one more topic to throw out here before we go to mid-break. That being... Um, I want to talk about the Boston Dynamics, right? Mm. Um, you guys have checked out their YouTube channel, I see. Uh, you mean the CGI robots? videos? Sure. sure. I wanted to mention. Did it, have you seen the one where like the scary Boston Dynamics robots are are like dancing? They're, they're dancing, and they're going through the different like products they have, and they're all dancing. I haven't seen this. No. Um. It's creepy shit, man. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these videos and the. Just the emotions I get from watching them. Do you think it's it's going to be a case of uh, they they were so 
interested to see if they could, they never stop to think if they should. <laughs> it's possible, and like it's crazy because you can just buy some of these products now. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, who's been funding them? This US whole time? military. There'll be US military money. Or are are there going to be like uh, in the, the next twenty-five years? Mm -hmm. Are there going to be like? Military robots. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Just sent to there, foreign countries. There already is. Like, um, I don't, I can't say for certain who made the dog that's being used in New York by the police. Was that not Boston Dynamics? Um, that might be the product Spot, which is like the yellow dog thing from. Mm. Uh, not from, but you know the. I thought that was just straight up like, uh, not Boston Dynamics. I don't know, some other arms manufacturer. Uh, Boston Dynamics, as far as I know, the most advanced with that, with like... Well, that's the thing, life. are they the most advanced or are they just showing us the most? I, I'm not aware of any others and I'm quite in check with advanced military Well, it could stuff. be that, though. You could be right, actually. That Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, in the video I'm talking about, it's, it's called Do You Love Me? Uploaded to the Boston Dynamics uh, channel. Um, yeah, and this is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wanted to ask you guys which one of the robots you find the scariest because I find the big dinosaur robot one. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a ostrich. It's or got something. like a sucker on its head so it can, like, oh, really? pick in a, people in up a warehouse. Um, it can, like, pick up boxes. And oh, oh so it's, it's the um, robot to replace all the Amazon workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, oh videos of it working. Right. Yeah. So, like, when I watch these videos, like, something clicks in my brain, and it's like, this it, it just can't be real, surely. Yeah, uh, part of it is because they're, they're like, pro it's, it's like those uh, Lego sets you can get. Like, mindstorms to the next level. Yeah, because you program them to do certain shit. Like, when you see two of these humanoid robots dancing next to each other, like, they are in perfect... Perfect choreography. Yeah, perfect sync. And it, it like screams in your brain like this this can't exist. Because humans, yeah, we're imperfect things. Yeah. But are they like doing something to the video to make it look smoother or or do they just genuinely move and behave this way? Because it's I so think creepy. They have some pretty incredible technology. But like like think think about a, a robot moving compared to a human, like Humans have that constant motion. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you can't hold your arm just still. Robot can. Like, perfectly still without anything. Yeah, so so then it's, it's just like ones and zeros telling them to move to a certain degree, and then it just mm -hmm. moves perfectly smoothly the whole way in between. So it's just, like, inherently disturbing for humans to witness. Yeah, just, Do you think they'll start programming wrong. in the imperfections then? To try and make it less creepy yeah, around humans. I, yeah, and then they'll just stick AI in them and suddenly we'll have just robot friends. There's just something so weird about the, this bird Amazon one and, like, using the counterbalance with its, like, legs. Like, the design is that, so... No, that is actually incredible. It is yeah. incredible. It's Scientifically, it's all of it's incredible. incredible. It's yeah. so, like, complex that it's able to be so... It's so mobile. And it's the kind of sci-fi thing that is so, like, sci-fi that it, 
Like you could never is, come up with this because yeah, like it's it, purely scientific. Like in the movie Aliens, right? They basically use the mechs to do what these bird things do. Yeah, they're like picking up heavy things. But it's but this is just is real. First of all, yeah, it's and like it makes pure science. It's just how they they like answered the the problem. Yeah, but it's more of a question of when does this actually become something that affects our everyday life type thing yeah. um it's going to be within the i it will start within the next seven to eight years in what industry i don't know if it will be that because scene. like this this yellow one called spot um already works on like building sites and stuff it's it's like um in you know in prometheus um they send off the like pups or whatever yeah and these little robots that scan and map out shit they have the technologies because they've got like cameras and scanners all over them. You can send them into building sites and they just scan and photograph everything and like live update it and shit. And it just seems so useful. Like just the amount of yeah, data yeah, yeah. Like, and just the tools and tasks you can send them on. This shit's getting crazy. It only gets worse from here. Well, yeah, there, there's going to be a really awkward, uh, inevitable phase where. There's going to be so many jobs gone. Automation. Yeah. But how can it be avoided? How can it actually be avoided? If the, yeah, if this technology gets to a point where like you, you just can't compete with what these robots are capable of, you know? Yeah, and you you just buy one and then you never have to pay it. And even these yellow spot ones have like a replaceable like rechargeable battery. So like just put another battery on it. Yeah, yeah. Change it, and it's like it's infinitely just... cheaper than paying humans mm -hmm. all of to live. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this, this no, this this is too deep of a subject to go into today. <laughs> it's I'm I'm not prepared to answer this literal <laughs> existential question. It is existential, but I wonder if this is why, like, we're starting to see in in like across the world. Populations are starting to decrease. Mm -hmm. It's like naturally compensating for the fact that we don't need as many people anymore. Yeah. And we're not going to in the future. Yeah, just send them off to Mars to mine or something. Yeah, yeah, like... Uh, Blade Runner shit. Apart from it'll be the humans sent off. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what the, uh, the Jarlings think. Uh, Going through the comments on these videos is interesting because it's like loads of deba debates on, like, oh, this is like fake, like this is CG, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Boston Dynamics, they don't make robots; they just make CG. They're CG people. It's <laughs> just, just they, CG. Artists. That would be good, like advertisement. If you're fooling all these people, but the fact it's even a debate is like scary to me. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like um, it's too the designs of these robots. They're too weird and like specific. Mm -hmm. Like science has gone into them, like the the way they work and move and everything, it it makes too much sense. Yeah, and the one where they're doing parkour is like, oh, so they can just do like a perfect backflip now. Like, yeah, they're like on that level. Do you know, what I'd love to do. I'd love to take one of them apart, like reverse engineer, uh, yeah, reverse engineer it. Because it's just like I work, I work a company do engineering, and we don't have stuff that's anywhere near this. And our stuff is quite complex, so it's like, what the fuck? Are, how have they done this? What have they done? How have they designed it for it to be this fucking crazy? 
But you just don't want to believe it's real. Like, you can't actually comprehend what your eyes are seeing. And like, it, okay. it makes me want to be in the same room as one and just see it with my own eyes type thing. Like, what the problem with them... The parkour ones. Yeah. The, the humanoids. How easy can you make them weapons? Give it a gun. <laughs> this is what I mean. How can you kill it? How can it be killed? We need, yeah. we need these answers. When you buy them, you should get a brochure that says this is his weakness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need an inbuilt weakness. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> they, yeah. they need like a kill switch. Yeah, to make it to level the playing field a bit. Because you can't, if they can fucking backflip, they, they're robots, they'll have perfect game and they can just backflip. Like, what, what, but surely what? then it will yeah. just become like robot wars, like just countries like just fighting to who can design the most epic robot. That it's, the, it's the next Cold War, it's just developing <laughs> yeah. dangerous robots. Yeah, yeah. yeah creepy stuff. <laughs> the future looks bright. <laughs> I, I guess I, I just didn't anticipate seeing this so early in my lifetime. Mm. Considering, like, seeing C-3PO as, like, a kid in the 90s and, like, wow, that's so, like, crazy. Yeah. C-3PO is, like, lame compared to this. Yeah, C-3PO can't do backflips. <laughs> yeah. To a certain, like, you, you know, like, during the, the Cold War era and, like, when, when technology was advancing, like, in a, uh, mm-hmm. like, the big jump was when it was just going fucking yeah, mental. Yeah. Like, they were doing, like, um, illustrations of what they thought the future would be. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... We're kind of more advanced than that already, and it's like that's the crazy shit from back then. Yeah, but what's what's weird is that like you don't often in in media about the future you don't get this middle period. Mm. You don't yeah, see yeah. it like that. I'm driving a Toyota Yaris. It's like a just a piece of shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, robots are running around doing backflips. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> These two things shouldn't, like, exist at the same time. Yeah, Yeah, like, everyone should be driving Teslas at this point. Like, everyone (laughs) should be in electric cars that Mm -hmm. make crazy sounds and stuff and glide along the perfectly built (laughs) Wiltshire roads. (laughs) (laughs) No. Then then you can have robots. Not now. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, it just ain't right. No, imagine it. It's just, like, an atlas just standing here. Atlas, go get me a drink while I record my podcast, (laughs) will you? (laughs) What are you drinking, sir? Mm, Yeah, it's going to be um, Detroit become human. Mm -hmm. And then, then, like, (laughs) as the weeks go on, a chair keeps being moved slightly more and more, and then in in the next episode, he's sat down, and he's set up a mic for himself. (laughs) Would it be weird to say that the... Like, this stuff is going to get more advanced and it's going to blow my mind, but the thing that that's going to blow my mind the most is, like, how the, how is the porn industry going to... What are they going to do? Ooh. How are they going to adopt this technology? Like, yeah. Is what I'm, I'm like... I, I feel like that is entirely VR's area. I guess, actually, the combination of VR and robots. Yeah. Yeah, then it's just... Well, why do you need VR if you could just have a... Mm. A f- a f- yeah, that, f- that's gooning. That's the final form of gooning. That's it. Yeah, and that's how the population truly plummets. Then yeah. the AI robots take over the world. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just the exchange. It's the, not the like, AIs choose your yeah, goon well, session. They just. Do <laughs> but why? Why would the robots be like? Let's go to war with the humans and gun them down in the streets. It's like <laughs> goon no, them and all, use their yeah. All they have to do is energy. just introduce gooning on a mass scale with ridiculously attractive. But not even force. They make us mm. want to goon with these, like, perfectly... They design these perfectly, like, men... 
perfect men, perfect women, for everyone. Yeah. Then the you AI just goon chooses. all day. <laughs> yeah. It uses your brain to choose the perfect person yeah, yeah, for it's, you. It's like X marking it. Yeah. Know? Like you, you, then they, everyone they just gets their perfect. Then they robot. Sh they ship you to a building and then you're all there and they just feed you and they keep you all there. Yeah. They keep then then you die and then that's the end of the human race. And then they, that's how we die. They they advance humanity to space, being fucking crazy robots. But it's not humanity anymore. It's the um the Boston Dynamics backflipping robots. <laughs> That's what humanity... The, the whole point of humanity was to create the Boston Dynamic flipping robot mm -hmm. so that it could continue. It could become... Carry the legacy. Yeah. Yeah. If if we create a, an artificial intelligence yes. and then we die and it lives on, is it... You like, are God. It can do... <laughs> <laughs> but is it human? And it would know that we made it, like it. It's not human. No, I would like, say it's human. Say, yeah, like if if you met a species in Mass Effect, and that was their backstory. So the Geth. The Geth, apart from the Quarians, were dead. That the Geth would be their own thing, not Quarians continuing. Uh, no, if that's not a good example, because the Geth aren't as hyper advanced as yeah, the I guess. I guess it's like a. A species evolving. Yeah, it's the next evolution in that species. Yeah, yeah but you don't call a dog a wolf. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do. No, you call a wolf a dog. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. C3PO. No, Jamie's, <laughs> Jamie's right on this one. I kind of feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> well, no, you've got you're only right. to back you up, so you're fine. <laughs> I'll take it. 2v1. I win. You're only right if the comments agree with you. That's how it works on here. No, because you, 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 you are such a manipulative, <laughs> gaslighting <laughs> fucking mob. What, what have I done? Yeah, Wait. as soon as you acknowledge that the, the, the commenters choose who wins, you always win. You do this every time because you know they pick your side. Wait, but Not what true. if what if we create an AI and we call it human and it lives on? If you've named it no, human. No, no, if, if you create... So you're saying... So you're saying it is whatever we call it? No. No, no. No, you're being... No, if you create an AI that is a direct replica of our own brain... It is pretty much us. Yeah. It's if identical it's a, to us, then it if, is yeah, us. If, yeah, if, if that's the if question, we then yes. are not here anymore, it is us. It continues as us. If it's like a us. virtual version, like an identical... Yeah, which like is what an AIs are going to be. Brain. They're just going to be... No, but what, what if it isn't a human brain, but an amalgamation of all human brains put into one super brain? <laughs> then I'd say that's something new. No, that's, that's still us, because it's using mm. us. It's like a bee... Like a bee, like, <laughs> it's like a, a hive bee. of bees. It's like a hive of bees. It's still a bee. It, yeah, the the bee, bees are supposed still to be that bees. way. Yeah, the AI is supposed to be that way because we made it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's too late for this shit, man. I said this ages ago, but we continued. Let us know in the comments <laughs> before uh, we go to these messages. Hello everyone, it's me, Alex. Almost got 2 million subscribers, I do. Buy one of my Jar Media shirts. Available in the description below. Bye.
Welcome to the second half of the cast where we answer questions from the Jar Media community. Head over to the subreddit suggestion thread where you can ask us whatever you feel like. Just like I am Matman3 did, who's going to start us off. James's thoughts on Your Name 2016. I haven't seen it. What do you, what's the read you get on it? Uh, the animation is really good. Mm-hmm. You have seen it. Yeah, yeah, I, I made the mistake of recommending it for Sardonicast. Um, uh, <laughs> we're not like anime boys, and like none of us really liked it too much, and it like annoyed some anime fans or whatever. Mm. Um, you didn't you don't like want to do that. You do not. You don't want to go for the anime. Fans, you do though. not want to go after them. Mm. No, sorry. Like when that's all right. I liked it the most out of the three of us on there. Damn, really? See, when it comes to anime, it's like I want to watch anime that the the utilize anime. I don't want anime to be realistic. I want it to be fucking dumb as fucking ridiculous because that's what the animation does best. It does have like cosmic elements and it's yeah, but it's not. Like it's it's, and... it's like it's not JoJo or Kaiwa. <laughs> like I just want dumb fucking shit. Mm. Please you don't you'll get ever check it out. Or? I could eventually. Like I'm try. I am trying to get back into anime more often now, especially with like Netflix trying to do more with it. Mm. It's like it's it's on the list. Yeah, it was very pretty. The most of the imagery in my head is like food related. Mm. Lots of like delicious food mm. scenes. Why are you pulling that face? Uh, I... Jamie doesn't like food. Every time I take pictures of foods, he just looks at me with like this complete look of absolute it does disgust. Annoy me a little bit, is all. <laughs> Sorry that I like sending pictures of food to people. Is that a problem? To me, yeah. It's just because I don't send them to you, isn't it? Maybe. Richie RC left one for us. What is your guys' opinion on picky bits dinner, or commonly known in Scotland as council dinners? If you are unaware of the term, Google it. It is a classic childhood meal that I'm sure you guys have had at least once. Thoughts? Council dinners? You're going to have to Picky show me a picture. Or um, council dinners. So it's basically like... Uh, well, those like waffles that look like a grid. Um, waffles? Yeah, waffles. Potato waffles. Yeah, fucking potato waffle. Some beans. Yeah. Um, that just looks like... that. Th- that's not a council dinner. That just looks Try like searching it- uh, picky bits like Scotland. <laughs> the, the, the potato smileys. Oh, your bottle. Fucking Jamie. What were you laughing at? Oh, potato smileys. <laughs> potato smileys are fucking class. I hate. I hate all that stuff. <laughs> the like, smileys. Potato waffles. Potato no, smileys. You would. You no. I'm chicken dinosaurs though. <laughs> See Turkey. the the potato Turkey stuff only maybe. worked because of beans. They you dip them nah, in the beans. Because then it gets all like soggy. That's the point of point. No, that's the point of like beans on toast. Like oh soggy God, bread. No. Delicious. Soggy bread. Soggy potato. No, because nah. soggy bread is, is soggy. When you dunk no, your soggy toasted bread is delicious. That's why you no, dip it's toast soggy. in soup. It's soggy. I don't want to eat soggy. Do, do you do you if you were to have a bit of Heinz soup, would you dip some toast in there? 
To the point it's not soggy. I still want texture. I don't want sog. No, I don't no. want slop. Yeah, but that's why you have the layer of cheese with beans on toast anyway. It's beans on toast that counts with dinner. It's, a, it's an English dinner. Is it a picky bits dinner? I don't know what that is. Picky bits dinner. It's just those pictures. Yeah, try searching picky bits dinner. Picky see what comes up. Picky bits dinner. Is it like lots of things on a plate? Ooh. Scotch egg in there. Jamie likes it. So it's just like kind of beige food. On a plate. Yeah. It yeah. just looks like what my dad eats every day. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on it then? I'd eat it. As uh, long as there's beans. I, I thought you didn't really like beans. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I like the bean. <laughs> I... Let's get into the specifics. Turkey dinosaurs, good. Bad. Chicken nuggets. Good. Depending on the nugget. Oh, uh, no. You can't say a broad statement like turkey dinosaurs, good. Turkey and dinosaurs then, are good. And then say chicken nuggets, only if they're good ones. Chicken no, nuggets. you can are get proper bad chicken nuggets. <laughs> Jimmy. Turkey dinosaurs are good. I've eaten fucking shit chicken nuggets and I can safely say well, the, chicken nuggets are always good. There's a certain enjoyment. But what's, what, how do we enjoy chicken nuggets? What's the... Well, no, there's, there's a certain enjoyment you get out of bad nuggets. But there's this thing screaming in the repressed sections of your, your um, brain. Saying, mm. like, this is wrong. No. Th this meat. I don't, I don't have that in the back of my head. My, my, the, <laughs> my, my head just says yummy. Alex, Alex was a vegetarian for quite a while, and his last meal as a non-vegetarian were chicken dippers, like Sainsbury's Basics chicken dippers. Yeah. And he said, did it not make it easier to not eat meat again? Oh, it made it way easier. Yeah, because that shit ain't... It, it, it's not natural. No. So... It's not natural. Yeah, that that memory is like kind of etched into my mind. You can have bad chicken nuggets. Um, like I said already, potato waffles, great. Potato smilers, great. Awful, good. Britain, Luncheon meat, delicious. Britain loves potato, man. Yeah, potato. It's just potato slot. Totally obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, it's a tad too much. I don't, I don't think you need such a reliance on potato. No. But I, if it was like homemade potato wedges, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Potato wedges oven are the chips, worst kind of potato. Mm. Oven chips. Great. Cheap oven chips. There's nothing worse. Curly mm. oven chips. Hate them. Oven chips are usually very, very good. I don't like fried chips because they get all crummy unless they're done properly which is like a triple fry like for like a few seconds but fry is the word like they're all like fried fatty um, mm. smilers you know can't be doing with that good if you're like a kid who's six years old yeah uh, thinking Not. about it no I don't like yeah I don't like what, what was it picky picky bits uh, picky bits. Yeah. It's just that is just like the leftovers you have in the freezer from loads of different things that you just cook together. Yeah, I mean it's it's quite nondescript and mm. uh, all-consuming. 
Coom Man 73 is a weird one. What type of courier from Fallout New Vegas is each member of JAR? And by this I mean if the if each of the members of JAR were in the position of the courier from Fallout New Vegas, what faction would they side with? Personally, this is who I think each member of JAR would side with. Ruben would side with the NCR because he loves the government. James would side with Mr. House because he is a man of science and would have access to sex robots through House. Jim would side with the independent option because he's a Sigma male who don't need no government. And finally, Alex would side with the Legion because his manic and crackhead nature would thrive in the Legion. Yes. No, he's 100% right on that last one. You are, you are <laughs> Legion. Um, as someone who's barely played New Vegas, what's the Legion? Um, uh, I don't remember. They're like a slave nation. <laughs> Fuck. Well, the, the, <laughs> the Legion is just like they're modeled after like Wom- Romans. Legion. Yeah, they, they like right. take over a place, um, harvest the people that live there and use them as slaves. Okay. And then and then like brainwash them, gaslight them mm, into mm. being loyal It's, it's authoritarianism. Right. Yeah. The most ex- like, then is that what the four like different, the, yeah, like, different the, Then obviously NCR is just like capitalism. It's just the, the, right. the old world order of just normal capitalism. Then Mr. House is like extreme capitalism because mm. he's a billionaire. And right, then yeah, yeah. independent is independent. Okay. I feel I I would see. I'd have to be Mr. House because it's my fucking name. Like I <laughs> I have to. Yeah. yeah. I, the guy <laughs> even looks a little bit like you. Stick you in a suit. I don't mean I don't mean like the <laughs> the revealed what he actually looks like. <laughs> See, I don't know, and yeah, he, you know the um He's the chocolate sh- fish from SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, looks like, he looks like that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean like the the screen. Your shorter the, hair that isn't sp- yeah. like kind of <laughs> boom. Yeah, stick you in a seat. Chocolate I reckon you look like him. Fish from SpongeBob. That's yeah, <laughs> that's that's like the reveal. <laughs> and you, yeah, I can see you as an independent. See, whenever I hear about the story of this game, it makes me want like a remaster or retinkering yeah. so bad. Um, See, no, you, tried, you have to just get past the shit gameplay. It's not hard. Or mod it or something. Yeah. You don't even want to do that. Yeah. But modding that game is difficult. Yeah, I can't. I can't be, be fucking bothered. <laughs> you need like a coding degree to even <laughs> yeah. begin. A realistic ad nine one five says. Recently, my grandparents started talking about trans men in a very overtly right-wing manner, and all I could do was stay silent. What do you do when a family member says a somewhat political statement that you fundamentally disagree with? Um, I, I, you know what I do? I ain't no fucking bitch. I'm gonna call them out on it, and I'm gonna challenge them on their position. That's what you have to do, because they're uneducated. Like, my parents are right-wing. My parents consume the most obvious right-wing shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So all of the information they get is from right wing. So it's obviously all fucking incorrect. So I'm just going to be... I point out, like, this is fucking wrong. Like, this is obviously wrong. Here's why. Like, there's... If your parents are, like, ignorant to it, you have to educate them. But if it's, like, your uncle that you don't know all that well and he's saying this shit... What about your, like, grandparents that are, like, so set in stone and they're just never going to Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Like, it's... It's different if it's, like, your parents and closer in a family than it is your Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, sometimes you do need to accept... Like, you can't change people. You shouldn't expect yourself to change people. It's not about changing. It's about just 
making it so they don't talk about that stuff stuff openly. Yeah. Like, they can talk about whatever they want in the house, but if they're being fucking homophobic, transphobic, or whatever, in the streets, they're being horrible. I would rather stop that than than whatever. If you can't change them, make it so they're not being horrible yeah, 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 to but everyone I mean, else. I, I kind of assumed this was a situation where it's like in a home. Mm. Like if 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 you're in a pub or something and your family's saying this shit, just be like, let's not talk about this. Yeah, you mm. call them out instantly and be like, no, stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, right. That's what you should do. Yeah. But if it's in your home environment and it's like a an extended or older family member, it's just like, how much drama do you want to deal with? How much effort do you want to put into? Yeah, but it also depends it. on what type of person they are, and mm. it. it all political discussions can get needlessly inflammatory where, mm -hmm. like, you're not even talking about the subject matter anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. just screaming you're, at each other. Yeah, but even, not even then, like, it, it can just be, oh, I see you as thinking this way. Being like, I, I see you as a Tory. Mm. So I'm going to make these assumptions and just put you into this bracket in my brain mm -hmm. where I don't have to think about it too much. Like... And they're, they're doing the same for you. That's the problem as with a liberal so, so, discussions. So nobody listens to each other. Yeah, so the whole thing just ends up being pointless. But then you've got to fight that. To actually well, that's, that's what I mean. It depends on the person. There are certain people I know I can actually have a valuable discussion with. And I can, like, actually listen to what they're saying and take it on board mm. and process it. And they can do the same for what I'm saying. But when, when someone's not like that, it is pointless. You're throwing shit yeah. to a wall. And you if you don't know someone well enough to do that, you shouldn't be expected to just, like, change them. No. Yeah, because, like, the commenter, I associate this kind of thing mostly of, like, grandparents where they'll say something, like, stupid, some throwaway thing they've clearly, like, been saying most of their life. And mm. then, like, in that moment, you got to be like, do I, like, challenge this right now? Or is it just not even worth it? With like, yeah, and the the truth of the matter is like people get left behind. They always have, mm -hmm. and and like if you're like acknowledging that like yeah I've broken this cycle of whatever this like thought process is, mm -hmm. I can feel secure in that somewhat. Yeah, do you know this this I've I've been in a terrible situations because of this. Like this wasn't my family. This was a friend of my family. Mm. So they they were in the lounge just talking. So I just, you know, walk in to be sociable and whatever. And I sat there for a bit. And then they were talking about, like, healthcare in the UK. And because their fa the friend the friend who was talking about this family is, like, dependent on the system. Mm. And then this person was saying, like, super white wing stuff about, you know, free healthcare and shit. And I just said, like, something, like, you know, healthcare should be free. It should be accessible to people. Mm -hmm. and, the, and then his instant response was, oh, were you fucking lefty? Go, go fucking go to Venezuela. Go there. Look how fucking good it is over there. Went down the fucking deep end of it, like shouting at me in my house. Aggressive. Yeah. That's exactly really? what I mean. That's not putting like, you into that box where they don't actually have to engage yeah. with what you're saying. Yeah. They're just putting you in that area and being like, yeah. oh, that's, that's all of everything you have to say, just like valueless in my mind. Yeah, that's it's, it's like and you, can't, you can't argue with that. There's yeah, no interacting point. Interacting with that is totally and utterly pointless. Mm. And I just did, uh, I just sat there and was just like, just let him fucking have a go. And I was just like, cool. It's like, what? Well, yeah, the, the worst ones. Yeah, what it means is they're, they're like majorly uneducated in their opinion. 
Because if they can't actually have they a can't discussion, verbalize, <laughs> I can actually have a bit of a tennis match in terms of like, yeah. Okay, here's my point. Oh, here's my counterpoint. Here's my counterpoint. Instead of it's just See, no, instead of just you're a lefty, so you're wrong. The thing I like the po- politi- political discussions can be fucking incredible yeah. when you've actually got yeah, someone yeah. who who's actually competent enough to t- like not getting mm. angry, just talking. Like that's great. Even like people on the I've had discussions with people on the left about it, and it's just like it's just a good discussion. It's just why are so many people so like it's like a side. You've got to pick a side. And if yeah. you if some, you're talking to someone on the opposing side, they're your enemy. It's the mm-hmm. it's the like tribalism thing where it's like humans yeah, they just yeah. want to be part of a group and then us versus them. Yeah, yeah. It's so petty. Yeah, it, I hate it. Yeah, it's exhausting. But yeah, don't bother older family white wing members, just don't bother. Well then saying that, um I do enjoy talking po- politics, um Yeah, exactly. Th- that's that's the that's the example in my head I'm thinking of. Like our grandmother will never like she might have a bit of banter with us mm-hmm. because, like, we have a relationship where that's absolutely yeah, yeah. fine. But, like, when it when it comes down to it, she's interested by our perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested by hers. Like, totally different time, totally yeah, different yeah. opinions. Yeah. So th- that is a valuable discussion to me. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, let's do this one from Alistair13. With the release of the new Little Sims album, sometimes I might be introvert. Is that what it's called? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been getting into more British rap. What are some of your guys' favourite British rap albums slash rappers? And do you prefer British rappers as you are from the UK? I've listened to a lot of grime. Grime, drill, whatever you want to call it. You know, British rap, English rap, whatever. Um... I've listened to a bunch, um, like AJ Tracy, mm-hmm. um, Dutch Avelli, Stormzy, a few others. But for, of my favourite, Stormzy is incredible. He's got some unbelievably good songs, and I feel that his he can be really consistent. But that's his. He's quite mainstream for like mm. grime, so he's yeah, not yeah. super like deep into drill or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think Storm like if you if you're getting into like UK rap, Stormzy's always a good shout. And I, I think you 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 two need to listen to more Stormzy because he's so good. I would just say British rap in general. I know basically nothing yeah, about same. Um, um but in saying that, the, uh, the I was going through some little sims today because I've been hearing about how good this album is and it's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. From she's 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 fucking great. She is so yeah, fucking I, good. I started on her previous album, uh, Grey Area. Just the whole album, fucking awesome. Yeah, I like that, that some of her music production. is is quite jazzy. It's quite slow. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like a hyper good mix on what I heard. Mm. Yeah, yeah, really like distinct songs. Really good wordplay. It's, I'm just so glad that I saw what Gorillas. It's like it's opened the door yeah, to we've like seen her twice. Yeah, yeah, she's such a great performer. I I immediately wanted to mm-hmm. like listen to her music. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, but yeah, uh, the UK rap and um, American rap is so it's so different. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've listened to a lot more American rap than I have it, like British UK rap. Yeah, yeah, same. I I can't like I was listening to a lot of rap today. Actually, I was going through ev- you know everything: Doom, Kendrick, Freddie, um, Dr. Dre. And I was going through Tupac, going through so much, and I just. You can't beat them. 
American rap beat. is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. You go from like, you know, to Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City, and then 444, and then Dr. Dre and Doom. It's like you can't. That, that, that They're on a different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always looking for that wordplay. So, I think Doom's my favorite for that. I'd, it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, his uh, ability, his, his writing mm-hmm. ability was just unbelievable. Yeah, but then the actual beats and the samples as well. It's like, yeah, layered on top fuck, of it. So good, so powerful. Actually, while we're technically on the subject of rap, I have gotten into Tyler a lot recently. And that's because really? you you have it on in the car when we go to like Sainsbury's or whatever. So I've, yeah, yeah. I've like, I listened to, because his new album's come out recently, but I was listening to Igor today. So I recognize so much of it because. It's just been in the background while we've been yeah, doing things. You, so you will have listened to that whole album like yeah. twenty times yeah, over yeah. at this point. That Fred Tyler's yeah. great. <laughs> really He's probably my number one honestly just artist on Spotify at the moment. Really cool. Like, yeah, I can't get enough of his his music. Specifically his latest two albums, Eagle and uh Call Me If You Get Lost. Mm. Any standout songs that uh, a lot ring in your mind? <clears throat> What's your name, uh, Wise? Yeah, Corso, uh, Earthquake, uh, New Magic Wand. It's just songs that, like, no matter what mood, no matter where I am, what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you can just I put can on. put one of any of those songs on and just, like... I find that they mix. Have a good time. Like, my, my music taste in my library, and, like, I'll just go on random. I have a stupidly obscene like variety of music. You know, it'll be Slipknot one minute and then you know, mm. Trent Reznor and you know Assassin's Creed soundtrack. <laughs> no matter what, no matter what song you're listening to, a Tyler song will always slap after. Mm-hmm. Always, no matter what, and I think that's that's magical. Yeah, yeah. I need to listen to more of his stuff. Um... I'm so, I think I'm in a similar sort of position to James, where I think I've basically heard those, at least those two albums. Yeah, um, those two for sure. Just from being and like half around. of uh, Flower Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I need to like in my own time go through the albums like properly and actually digest. Yeah, and actually, I don't know. Have you listened to Frank Ocean? Not no. He, he, I've never listened to his solo stuff. You should need features. to, because Blonde is it has it's got that same type of thing as Tyler's. Uh, those two albums it's just got that type of vibe and I think you would like is, it is Frank Ocean a a rapper or a singer singer I believe yeah he's I do- so. if you want to get into Frank listen to Biking because it has Tyler and Jay-Z in. okay and that just his uh, Blonde is a fucking great album he's really good because I was listening to them like Tyler for Frank just yeah, going yeah. back and it's just like it was a the consistent vibe so I'd really recommend listening to to um, Tyler and Frank. Let's do a couple more here as we round off the show. Uh, Rip Flood can be our penultimate one. What are your opinions on the beach? I've lived by the coast my entire life, so it's interesting to hear the opinion of you boys who live in a landlocked town. Uh, I think we said this last episode. I can't swim. I yeah. don't like the beach. I like yeah, have to swim. swim. Yeah, I don't Honestly, in the UK, like there's no point going yeah, to the not beach. Really an option. 
Well, there's, there's, no, there's not much option. point. Yeah. Maybe if you've hardened enough through cold showering, <laughs> you can you can manage the... Sorry, the ocean. Like, for me, beach is like beach games, like volleyball and kind of that yeah. stuff. What do you think of the actual location, though? Because I find... I love the beach. I, I love the sound. I love the, the smell. Awesome. I love the vibe. I love... I love it, like, on a sunny day and shit being it, it, it tickles the brain. It's like feels correct to be there there's something yeah, it's, um, meditative almost about it it's just the sound of the waves and it's, I, it's, it's something it's about so moving peaceful. water mm-hmm. yes yeah, it's, it's just relaxing like i i don't like the beach but i like the beach at like 11 12 o'clock a deserted a. beach at night that's next level that's dream mm. That's what dreams are made of when you go, like, you know, on holiday and you're walking down the beach and it's... you got, like, the fire pit. Right it's, like, there. romantic. It's calm. It's, like, incredible. I like that. But yeah, I'm not mad about, like, when you picture crazy tourist beach yeah. on the hottest day. Yeah, I, I hate that. Lame. That is lame to me. That's not fun. That's just yeah. d- suffocating. I don't Everyone like competing that. for the sun type thing. Like. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't like sand. Bro, I've got. I know a place that's perfect. Brighton, pebbles between your feet. Oh. I like a pebbly beach. Hate I, a pebbly beach. Go to Brighton anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to go to Brighton, but, but yeah, genuinely, like it's it's a Star Wars meme at this point. But I genuinely, I f- hate sand. I hate what it's about. I don't like it between my toes. I don't like it. No, sand can be fucking terrible when it's so hot that it just you step on it and it's yeah, burning. Yeah, well. just Oh! When you say you don't like sand, there's kind of all different forms of sand, you know? There's like fine sand that will stick to your feet. I hate sticky sand. I hate wet sand. I hate dry sand. I hate sand that... Why, it's nice. You can, bit. like, walk around barefoot, get all, like, sludgy feet. And I'd then... prefer to walk around barefoot on concrete. That's crazy, man. Do you know? Do you know what's one reason why I hate I hate sand? And it's it's I don't know how, but I this is one of the only things from my childhood that I actually remember. We went to the beach and I had peanut butter sandwiches, and uh, I dropped them on the floor, and I was yeah. just like, all the like childhood things you eat on the beach are like sand, sand magnets, basically, like yeah, ice sand, cream, sand hot dogs, like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I wonder if that's one of the reasons because like I just remember. When you get sand in your mouth, it's how it's that's it. It's staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I also have a core memory of being like sat in the ocean, like up to my waist, but sat on the sand, mm-hmm. and then this wave that was bigger than all the rest just crashes into my face, mm-hmm. like straight down my mouth, down my throat. Damn, perfect this, angle. Yeah, salty ass water, and it's just like oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think <laughs> shortly after like Flossie was there, she'd been drinking the seawater and she's just like vomiting vomiting (laughs) everywhere. And and I turn to my mum and I'm like, I need some water. And she's like, gone man. Yeah. (laughs) I just drank it all. No, that is the worst because it's like you're in a you're so uncomfortable and there's no escape. You're Yeah, I just had to accept. I like I wasn't even like upset or angry or anything. I was just like, well that's that then. Like you were literally salty. Yeah. I was salty as fuck. And the other thing I have is like when I'm on the beach, when people go to swim, because I've been to the beach with people who like swim far out, I, I just start panicking. It's like, 
what about if they drown? Because I just, I can't mm-hmm. swim. So it's just like mm. imagining these these people just like... See, the thing that fucks me up um, with that kind of stuff is I'm terrified of undercurrents. I hate that idea so much. Of like, you're just swimming and then... Just from underneath, just see the sea is just like, no, fuck it. <laughs> Wait, what, what happens with an undercurrent then? You get sucked under. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> What does that? What does that mean? What do you mean? Like, does the imagery not? Well, I don't know if you're saying like you get swept out into yeah, the, yeah, no, the yeah, ocean. Yeah, no, yeah. You're saying the, you get sucked down. It's the currents. Like, like is it a whirlpool? What's going on? You've got the currents at the top that move the sea, and then at the both you have just jet streams of water that's just a current. And if you go there, you go. <laughs> yeah, James gets it. <laughs> that's just, you get sucked. You, it, it takes you. Where does this happen? I've never heard of people just being sucked under the ocean just to like some. Do you not remember the horror stories yeah. when we were young of Incarn, of the currents in the river? People well, died there. Well, no, that that's a place where there's like a, a miniature waterfall and people were like sliding down it and then getting sucked under because it's a fucking like waterfall. Because no. the undercurrents of the currents. I'm yeah, because you, it's like a waterfall. The thing is, but, but typical beaches won't have undercurrents because it's no. a perfectly sandy. Like only like undercurrents are most like I'm not a geologist, but I'm sure like uh, heavy undercurrents are normally around like very wacky, you know, the edges of the beach. Because then, like like Australia, like a, yeah, some places in Australia, yeah. Sydney and shit. And like, you know, there's lakes in America that probably have it as well. It's like those type of formations is when you get undercurrents and not like perfectly sandy beaches. But I'm no geologist, so I can't say for certain. Yeah. Um, scary waves that make you do a flip. I feel like waves you can sort of tell. Yeah, but if you oh, misjudge a wave. <laughs> well, yeah, you get a face full of salt. Mm. Or you get the old flip. Yeah, flip but I mean, by the waves. yeah, but that's just like a scary moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying this is like a reason to never go into the ocean <laughs> again. I'm, just, I'm now just on a line. So, so undercurrents are a, a reason to never go into the ocean. Un- <laughs> yes, that's a valid reason. What other reasons are there? Other reasons? Um, it's really scary. <laughs> it is scary, though. Yeah, like I'm unless, not built for unless it. the water's perfectly clear, it's scary. Hmm. And it gets scarier the further out you go. Yeah. I've never been that far out into the ocean. I've not either. Yeah, because you start getting the stomach sinking feeling of like, oh, there's like yeah. so much beneath me. No, I, the thing is, I ain't a great swimmer. I'm like... I can't swim. I'm like a a rock. I don't know. You're the rock. Like a, I'm, I'm sort of the rock, you know, just you like a the rock's dense... a good swimmer? Yeah. No, no, I don't, I don't reckon he is. I don't reckon he's a great. He's like heavy. Is he too big? Really heavy and he's heavy. Yeah, muscle and he, he's, he doesn't have great like mobility. <laughs> you know how ships? You know a ship. They like calculate the weight of a ship by how much water it displaces. How much do you think the rocks water <laughs> yeah. displacement? Yeah, that's how he you. swims. Is like fucking David Hasselhoff from the SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's as strong his legs are when he kicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to the sea anytime soon. No, I really want to go to the seaside, but I'm happy just being there. Maybe yeah. put my feet in. The- yeah, yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah, uh, I'll I, I do want to go to the beach because I want, I want like new memories of it. I, I haven't been to the beach in actual years, mm. like years and years. It's been yeah. a long ass time. Especially because in the UK it becomes like a mad rush. Like as soon as the sun comes out, it's like fuck, 
get on mad the train. rush. It's but, like yeah. you, go, you go on the motor, it's like a four-hour delay. Yeah, yeah. And everyone traffic. has the same idea at the same time, and everyone just gets. It's like stuck we're so deprived of of sun. It's like yeah. Let's end on this one then from uh, McThick Wide. <laughs> Did Alex ever get back into drumming? Also, what's James's favorite jazz album? Um, Stan Getz. Actually, uh, I started looking up at. Wait, say that again. Stan Getz. Okay. Really good jazz artist. Anything he's done. Um, it was right before the first lockdown. I was like properly looking into like lessons and shit. Um, <laughs> but then when it's locked down, I haven't thought about it since. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, I would like to though. I have though. Damn, I've mastered it. My idea. <laughs> yep, I've I've mastered it. I'm um I'm in a band, oh, little, little indie band known as uh, <laughs> the Rolling Stones, replacing <laughs> the late uh, Not Mick Jagger. He wasn't the drummer. <laughs> And he's still alive. My drummer, the drummer, the drummer of the Rolling Stones recently died. Yeah, I saw the video on Twitter of Paul McCartney saying, yeah. "Rest in peace." So, you know, little gig I've kind of snatched up. Probably should have led with that. It's the sort of thing you bring up at the start of the podcast, not. Well, the end, to be it's no big deal. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, tell us how what you think um, about Mike Tyson paying a gorilla. Um. <laughs> paying the gorilla. <laughs> For sex. Yeah, that's that would was what would be that what would make it fair. As if the if gorilla, the gorilla got, got the money, or at least like could trade. Like he he gets the money, but he could trade it for something. He, he gets he could, that money. In banana, yeah, banana. <laughs> just ten grand's worth of bananas. Yeah, he's like six, and the rest just rot. <laughs> and he's happy. Yeah, you know, he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he's a like gorilla, you know. Have a banana, have a banana, be happy. I used to say live like a dog, but now I'm gonna say live like a gorilla. Live like a gorilla. <laughs>